Ezra chapter 7. Ezra chapter 7. Uh, verse 10, I believe. Ezra chapter 7 and verse number 10. Thank you for being here tonight. Tonight we're going to speak on a short lesson tonight from Ezra chapter 10, chapter 7 and verse number 10, and also 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 16. Ezra chapter 10 and 7 and 10, it says, And Ezra had, look at that, had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. In 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 16, Paul wrote to Timothy, take heed therefore unto yourself and to the doctrine, continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Yes, sir. Now we're gonna put these two together. An excellent member of the Lord's church, that's what we're gonna talk about. An excellent member of the Lord's church, not a member, but an excellent member. Now, I think there's some outlines of this lesson floating around and you may want one, and, uh, but you can get it, not now, but when you leave, they probably have some in the back for you. <clears throat> an excellent member. Number one, look at Ezra here. <clears throat> the Ezra, the Bible says, Let's, let's do that, uh, Ezra 17. It says, for Ezra had prepared his heart. That's preparation. Yes, sir. Anything you want to do for God, you need to prepare your heart and mind to do it. Amen. Yep. So he prepared his heart. What do you mean his heart? Not this. This, what you think with cognitive. Make it up in your mind that you're going to really do something for the Lord. You first got to prepare yourself. In the preparation, there's some things that you're going to have to take out of your life. Paul said, and the, the Hebrew writer said, uh, let us lay aside every weight and and." Uh, and seeing that so easy beset us and let us run the race with pace. That's some things you're going to have to remove out of your life if you're going to be an excellent member of the Lord's church. And it says, not only preparation of his heart uh, to seek the law of the Lord. What do you mean seek the law? That's the precepts of God. Right. That's the precepts of God. 
you got to know the law. You listen, you can't pray and know the law. You can come to worship service and Bible class and you can learn the law, but it's going to take some really preparation at home where you sit down at the table or before breakfast or after breakfast and get your Bible and just start reading maybe two or three verses and analyze what you read and try to remember scripture. I'm looking at Trey. Where's Trey? Trey back there. He's got a good mind. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, as I know, I don't think he's on drugs or nothing. <laughs> and whiskey. And uh, I don't know, he, he, uh, he looked at some girls, but uh, he, they, don't have him, they don't have him wrapped up yet. You know, because there's something out there waiting on him. And you have to prepare your heart for that. Yes, sir. And Black Brother Yeldell told me when I first started preaching, he said, Shannon, I'll tell you what you do, boy. You need to learn all the scripture you can and how to quote it when you're young. Yeah, yes, sir. I didn't forget that. Came in handy. Well, he had prepared, uh, prepared his heart to seek the Lord, that's the precept, and to teach it. You're going to perform. Teach it. Is that teach it or do it? Do it. There you go. Do it. And to teach in Israel. That's the people. Statutes and judgments. Before you try to teach somebody, you need to have all this ready for yourself first. Yes, sir. Now this is it. We're using this one verse back here in Ezra 17. It's a whole lot more to that. But I just want to show you where you can start. Now, that's the Old Testament there. That's Ezra 17. Now we're going to go to our main text. <clears throat> 1 Timothy 4 and verse number 16. Paul is writing to a young preacher. And he's telling this young preacher how, to, how he ought to do. First thing he says, he said, take heed to thou self. <clears throat> I told her, Teresa that I wasn't going to move, but I looked like she said, oh, you're going to move. You got to put self over here. Take heed to thyself. If you're going to teach or preach, first thing you need to be is a Christian, a disciple of Christ, a Christian. If you're not going to be a Christian, don't try to teach. Don't try to preach. Make up in your mind what you're going to do. Take heed to thyself. Look at yourself first. Pretty good. Are you a disciple of Christ? Are you? Disciple means a learner. The Bible says the disciples were first called Christians at any young. You got to be a disciple first. That's a learner and a follower of Jesus. Take heed to thyself. Then it says in the doctrine. Now the Bible says it has a lot to say about doctrine. You know it's, it's singular. It's not plural. That means it's one body of teaching. 
Take heed to thyself and the doctrine which is scripture. Now, this scripture is for self first. Scripture. Such the scriptures, Jesus said in John 5.39 to the Jews, such the scriptures, John 5.39, for in them, and you think because in possessing them, but they are they that testify of me. Such the scriptures. The Bible says in Acts 17.11, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and that they such the scriptures daily to see what that stuff so. Now, when you get ready to make a decision, do you go to the scripture or you just go and do it? Now listen, yeah, listen to me. Some of you older people who are thinking about getting married, uh, search the scripture before you do it. Well, Brother Shannon, why are you talking, mess, mess with the older people? Because young people not married no more. <laughs> I know young people married no more. They, you know, I, I got married at 20 years old, my wife was 18. That's a rarity now, isn't it? You know, 57 years, I think, though. That's a long time. But not quite as long as Sugar Man and Sister North Lake. They've been married almost 60 years. I don't know. That's pretty good. Well, the doctrine. That's scripture. Do you know scripture? Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. You need to, to be an excellent member of the body of Christ, an excellent member of, of the Lord's church. You need to examine yourself. You need to investigate scripture. Yep. Study the scripture. Yes, sir. I'm working on a lesson now, Brother Mosley, that's called uh, uh, Be Not Deceived by Any Man. If you don't know scripture, anybody can fool you. Yes, sir. Yep. Carry you away when you don't know scripture. Members of the body of Christ, you need to know the scripture. Don't say, well, I'll preach and know scripture. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> you need to know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You need to know what you believe and why you believe it and be able to prove it from scripture. The doctrine. The Bible tells us uh, in Acts 2, verse 42, and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayer. Why the apostles' doctrine? Because they were guided into all truth. And Paul said in Ephesians chapter 3, in verse number 1 through about 3 or 4, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. You need to know the scripture. See, if you know the scripture, I like Judge Joe Brown. Joe Brown says, there is no excuse. The ignorance of the law is no excuse. Yep. How many believe that? How I many? That's in the secular world. In the world we in. You don't know the law, right? So you go before the judge. I, I, do, I didn't know it. Well, since you know, I'm going to let you off, right? That's what they tell you. No, no, no. Somebody said, I'm driving, but I didn't know there was a law. Really? You driving and you don't know the law? You better learn. 
you're a member of the body of Christ and you don't know the law, you need to know the law. You need to know it. And I'm teaching these young fellows, uh, where's Trey? He's not back there. When you say something, give book, chapter, and verse. Learn to quote your own scripture. I have it read many times for emphasis, but I got it in my big head up here. You, you can do the same thing. Know the doctrine. Second John 9 says, Whosoever transgresseth and abided not in the doctrine or teaching of Christ has not God. But he that abide in the doctrine, he has both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, this teaching, this one faith, this gospel, Amen. listen here, don't, don't let him in your house, neither bid him God speak. If you'll be a partaker of his, if you bid him God's speed, you're a partaker of his evil deeds. Yes, sir. All right, good. Then it said, take heed to thyself and to the doctrine. And then it says, continue in them. Is that what it said? Yes, sir, in them. Continue in them. I don't know what I'm going to use up here with. Huh? Steadfast. Paul said, be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Right? Are you dedicated? I'll tell you something, it takes, it takes a good one to be dedicated. You got to make up in your mind that you're going to be a hard fighting soldier yes, for the Lord. Sir. Now, you know, uh, in the last two or three years, they have, they've got me on a schedule. <laughs> the media room and uh, Brother Rico, I think he's the timekeeper because they, I think they like, do y'all like a 30-minute sermon better than 45? Oh, that one, no, but she visited. <laughs> she, she's a visitor. Isn't she a visitor, Mike? Yeah. Somebody, no what you visit, you need to shut up. Be steadfast. Paul said, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord in as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So be for real. Now. And then it says, for in doing this, demonstrate, S-H-O-W, is that right? Show. People don't care about what you say, show. Show. You say you're a Christian, you say you're an excellent member of the church, you don't go around and say, I'm an excellent member of the church of Christ. Really? No, just, just show it. Amen. Just show it. That's short. For in doing this, is something going to happen? Yes, sir. What's going to happen in, when you do? Say. No, 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 no. It's a word here that sometimes we overlook. I'm going to put it up here. Is B-O-T-H. See, is that in the text? Oh. Is that in the text? Is that in your, 
We're just using one verse now. Two verses, two, two verses. We're just using one verse. Is that what it say? For in doing this, what this? All is what we're talking about. In doing this, there's going to be two things. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now somebody said, oh, yes, it is. For in doing this, thou shalt both. There's two things in it. Brother Jones, both. Save thyself and them that hear thee. That's salvation. Salvation for who? For saints and sinners. Now, that, now listen, I, I'm just trying to make it simple. If you can't understand this, you get to heaven on a baby ticket. That is so, isn't that simple? Yes, sir. Now, it's nobody in this audience here. I believe these little kids here. And where is that other little boy at? Uh, you little bitty boy, about this tall. I don't know what his name is. He's back there with that lady back there. I think that's her brother or son or something. But he can learn, he can get that. And as smart as we are, you know, we, we can get that. See, that's simple, isn't it? Now look at what we're talking about tonight. Take heed to thyself as a disciple and the doctrine. That's the teaching. That's scripture. What does it say? Continue in thee. That dedication. In doing this, demonstration, show, as deliverance, both save thyself and then with thee. Yes, sir. And you young preachers and teachers, if y'all can't preach and teach this, y'all can't teach and y'all can't preach. This is so Amen. simple. Amen. You want a good lesson sometime? By the way, I'm, I got a surprise for Joe and, and Wesley and Brother Trey and Brother Mason and Brother Alexander. He thought I was going to forget it. But uh, we're getting ready to put him up here, Sister Mosley, and put that camera right in the front of him. They got to do a, a lesson for 15 minutes. Right up here. You ain't moving, going nowhere. You're going to stay right here. Ain't nobody going to read for you. We're going to have a time. We're going to have a timer. What'd you say? Well, I've been doing it for almost 30 years. Amen. And somebody said, oh, anybody can do that. When they put that camera up you in the first, you ain't looking at the brother camera. You're going to get so scared. You're going to say, what is this? Nobody's saying amen or nothing. One big eye looking at you. <laughs> just like that clock is going on back that night. It's just moving. <laughs> and you got a lot to say, and time would be a beep, beep, beep. You, why are you doing this, Brother Shannon? I got to prepare. Because Brother Shannon's going to leave one of these days. I don't know when. Can't stay here forever. I like to, but. Paul said, uh, after from the body and present with the Lord, you know. Paul, Paul said, it's, it's better if I stay here with you, but I would rather be with the Lord. Amen. And I know time is running out for me, 
And uh, Russ Allen, you gonna die? Yeah, I'm gonna die, you too. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You may die before me now. Amen. Stanley, don't look at me so well. You know, he's an old man now. Oh, oh, oh Dad, you don't want to bet on that. Yes, sir. But what, what he's saying is, the church of Christ is not ours. We belong to the Lord. That's why Paul said, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. There's some people that's in Frazier, in Shelby County, in Memphis, or wherever, around the world, whatever, who's listening to this very sermon. And maybe when I'm sleeping beneath the sod, they'll be preaching and teach God's word. Brother Joe Moses retired how many years ago? It's been that long? He said a long time. Anyway, the Marine Corps didn't, didn't start when he went in, and then didn't stop when he got out. Right. You didn't get that? The Church of Christ didn't start when we got in, and it ain't going to stop when we die. Amen. But it's got to go on. Yes, sir. Propagation is the law of life. If we don't propagate and spread the gospel, a church will die. I'm going to say something that's a little hard. We got more congregations in the city of Memphis and Shelby County than we ever had uh, in the last 150 years. But we got less members. Let me do that again. We got more congregations in Shelby County than we ever had in the last 150, 200 years. But watch this. The membership is low. So what does that mean? Everybody gonna start their little church over here. It's good to have a congregation. But are you are you are you getting larger? Let me let me throw this in. This is not part of my lesson, but you have to have some common sense. The James Road Church, we could have had a larger building. We got a room to build, a larger building. But God is not interested in a big building. God is interested in us spreading the gospel. And we have to stay here the next 20, 30, 40 years, whatever. As long as we're getting the gospel out, God is pleased with it. God, when the Lord Jesus returned in the cloud, he's not going to be looking for a big building and a bank account. No, I don't know where we got that from. We need to save money for a hard time. What? Man, folk dying, you're talking about saving money for who? Save your own money. Well, Shannon, something wrong? No, it's nothing wrong with me. We got congregations all over town. They call and want to know how in the world that little James Road congregation is doing all this immediate work, it costs money to do it. Yes, that's right. Where y'all getting the money from? The Lord. Amen. Where? The Lord. And we even have members of the Church of Christ from other congregations say, we ain't doing nothing. We're going to send y'all $5,000 for y'all television program. I didn't ask for it. You right. sure ain't going to turn it down. No, sir. No, sir. What are you saying? I'm saying, brethren, I'm happy and thankful to God. Take heed to yourself and the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both say thyself and them that hear thee. That good? Amen. What is our job as the church? It's to live the life 
worship God and watch it. We should be teaching. This is a teaching organization. We have to teach. We have to teach. Teach. Uh, I'm kind of saddened that our, we don't have very many young people like we used to. Um, we we got to do something. And uh, any accepting any ideas. We got some young kids come along, but I don't see, I don't see how to see any teenagers one or two over here, three. Most of these folks here old. I mean, you know, I mean, just I'm just calling calling like it is, you know. You know, I know sometimes. Well, I'm glad we ain't got all them little kids running around here and all that hollering. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. You don't have no kids in the congregation. It's, it's getting ready to die out. We don't want to cut grass at the cemetery. What'd you say? We don't want to cut no grass at the cemetery. No, not not not. And that's what a lot of congregations do. Congregation, we don't bring no young people in. Start teaching people, right? Amen. You'll die out. Propagation is the law of life. If you don't propagate, you'll die. You are a church or a die. I need to close out here. It's our job to talk about Jesus the Christ. Teach the world about Jesus and what he did for mankind. He took on human flesh. John chapter 1, 1 to 14. Took on flesh born of a virgin, took on flesh, walked to touch the trails of Jerusalem, did his ministry, then he made the ultimate sacrificial sacrifice on Calvary for the sins of the world, and it pleased the Father to bruise him, Isaiah said. They took him down, they buried him in Joseph's new tomb, and the third and appointed morning he was resurrected from the grave to die no more. The greatest event that ever happened in all human history was the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Why? Because he's not to die anymore. But he was put to death for us because he knew no sin. So all the way through, we're depending on Jesus the Christ. We believe what he did. We believe that he built and bought one church for all people, not two, one. We believe that one must believe in Jesus must repent of their sins. Change your mind about sin. Godless sorrow and work of repentance. After repenting of your sins, and by the way, God can't save you if you won't repent. Repent of your sins, make the confession with your mouth, your faith in Jesus, and be immersed in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ before the mission of sin, and the Lord will add you to the church. You will be a new creature in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 Paul said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The American standard says a new creation. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. Now it's time to go to work. In my conclusion, if you're here tonight and you're a member of the body of Christ, we thank you for being here. And we pray that this lesson will have a larger place in your heart and you can be a better member of the body of Christ. And may God bless you and keep you. Thank you for your time. Amen. God bless you. So together we stand and sing.